Welcome to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hey guys, welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. Phil and I are sitting down. We're going to go over part B of your weekly walkthrough. Because it is the 4th of July week, it is only Friday and Saturday that we're going to run through. So let's get started. Friday, do you guys have normal hours, John Michael? Um, yes, Friday, Cadre will be back to normal hours. Yep. All right, CLE is going to be a little bit different. We are going to have 9, or rather, I'm sorry, 8 a.m. class and 9 a.m. class only. So we're going to stick to the same holiday hours that we did on Thursday for the 4th, and we're going to continue those on the 5th. Awesome. Um, so workout for Friday, we're going to start. It's going to be 50 kettlebell snatch, or it is four-time, 50 kettlebell snatch, 50 box stepovers carrying that kettlebell, 50 goblet squats, and then 50 burpee box overs. For the kettlebell snatch, box stepover, and goblet squat, you guys are going to choose a kettlebell that you can use for all three. Um, it's written at a 5335, but obviously we have to have the ability to do the kettlebell snatch. I'd say that's probably going to be the thing that, that gets people the most. We have to have the ability to do the kettlebell snatch with the kettlebell we choose. Um, this is I built this one to be kind of a, a four a four block chipper where you've got a big chunk of reps with each movement um, that you have to grind your way through with the kettlebell snatches. You can choose when you want to break them up. I really want you guys to try to keep it pretty even between your two arms. So preferably breaking it in sets of I think fives or tens if you feel like you're a little bit stronger with that kettlebell. Doing sets of ten is going to give you fewer transitions, and then you'll just have a little cleanup set of five and five on each arm at the end. Uh, But quick sets of five work fine too. This is a good place to practice your half rotation switch. It's at the start of the workout. Stay relaxed. You shouldn't be trying to move that kettlebell at a sprint pace. You should be trying to find a good rhythm and keep it in continuous motion. Um, Totally doable to do all 50 kettlebell snatches without putting the kettlebell down if you're willing to continuously use those half rotation switches. Once we get through that, then the, uh, the step over, carrying the kettlebell, you can hold it wherever you like. Kind of like the open workout where we had those box step ups and you could put the dumbbell wherever you wanted to. Well, you got to figure out where that kettlebell is going to sit the most comfortably, I guess, and you can just grind through reps because 50 step overs is going to take some time. Um, but really, really, we're looking at about like four minutes of work, hopefully, hopefully not too much more than that. Um, because there, again, you should just be continuously moving. Don't do the first 10 or 15 with a sprint pace. Get in a groove and keep the groove. Then you get onto the goblet squats, and you definitely have a chance to speed things up. Um, it's going to hurt a lot to go through all 50 reps unbroken. So taking breaks might be a better choice if you're trying to go fast. Um, in taking breaks, the break's got to be short. This is kind of like wall ball shots, right? Where you don't need that long, you can pick it back up and you can do another set of 10 or so and you'll be okay. It's just going to burn. Then the final bit with those burpee box overs, that's 50 reps where you really got to find a groove and stick to it because uh, those 50 reps are going to chew you up and you're already tired and your legs are already hurting. Don't go fast and then take breaks. There should never really be rest in burpees. right? Find a rhythm that you can maintain and then maintain it. 
It's 50 reps. Once you're done with them, you're done with the wad. Yep. Following that, we have a little post wad, three rounds, and you guys are going to rest a minute between rounds. It is going to be 30 seconds of flutter kicks, 20 seconds of V-ups and or lemon squeezes. We'll go over that in a second. And then 10 seconds of hollow hold. So you guys are going to run through the 30, the 20, the 10, and then you have a minute rest. So it's a minute of continuous work followed by a minute of rest, three rounds through. Yeah, so first with the the flutter kicks, we want to be in a hollow and then fluttering our legs. Um, So ideally, you're going to have your shoulders pulled up right uh, just barely off the ground, and your lower back is going to be fully engaged with the ground. And our butt is squeezed and our legs are just barely floating off the floor. Um, flutter kicks, your feet should not be two, three, or two feet off the ground. They should only be between six inches and 18 inches off the ground. So they're staying much lower. Then into your V-ups. If you can do V-ups, keep your legs long and reach up and touch your, your shoes or your toes. If we aren't able to do that, then the lemon squeeze is where we let our knees bend and we pull them in towards our chest. We're still pulling our shoulders up off the ground. Uh, but then instead of reaching up towards straight legs, we have bent legs, and we're kind of balling ourselves up and reaching forward and trying to touch our ankles or our, our feet. Mm. Then finally, with the hollow hold, it's just a hollow hold. So we're back to basically where we began with that flutter kick, except for now we've got our arms overhead, and we're not moving our legs. We're just holding solid for 10 seconds or trying to, and then the clock turns over and you get a minute of rest. This is going to burn pretty deeply. Um, If you need to take small breaks in that minute of work that you're doing, take small breaks, but don't let it take more than five seconds before you're back to work, right? This this is supposed to be a nasty little burner of a minute, and you get a minute to recover afterwards. Uh, We did an ab finisher that was kind of like this not too long ago. Uh, It had flutter kicks, hollow holds, I think it had V-ups, and uh, also... What was the last one? Plank jacks in it. So this is mm. something similar, um, but structured a little different. Hopefully you guys enjoy it and get something out of it. It's a good chance to push yourself. There's not much risk of injury here. Yep. Following that, Saturday, we are going to do um, a little bit different style wad. We're going to do an individual wad, and it's going to be called Tabata These Things. We've done we've done some Saturday Tabatas, though. Yep. yep. Yeah. I really so, like doing them because it means that we can get a lot of people through a workout with limited equipment. So it's a great opportunity to bring in friends and, and show them what we do at CrossFit. Um, the movements are all relatively simple, relatively safe, mm-hmm. and we can scale them quite easily. So this is a great way for, for people to get a taste of the intensity that we undergo um, without all the risk of doing a snatch. Yep. So our movements for this one, well, the first one, we've got an option. Um, you get to pick your poison. Any of the Concept 2 machines are fair game. You're going to perform calories on them. So remember that Tabata is 20 seconds on and 10 seconds off. So you're working for a brief interval and then resting for a more brief interval. Um, it's, it burns pretty good. But if you, if you start with a pace that you can maintain through eight rounds, because Tabata is eight rounds of that 20 on, 10 off cycle, then you'll be able to hold pretty consistent numbers. And that's my recommendation is try to start off with numbers that you think you'll be able to maintain. So the first thing is pick your poison on a Concept 2 machine. The second movement is wall climb. So we're moving on to the wall climb. On the wall climb, um, as you guys know, we want it to begin and end at the ground under control. 
Um, one of the worst things you guys can do in a wall climb is dropping hard from the top. It's just hard to land and stay safe. So make sure you guys are walking all the way up and walking all the way down. As well as, if you guys are walking all the way up and all the way down, then we get the most benefit from it. We get the most movement from the bottom position to the top position. Um, and really, that's what we're looking for in a wall climb. It's a great option. It's a great avenue towards things like handstand walks, things like handstand push-ups, where it requires a lot of shoulder um, strength, but also just positioning, and you guys need to understand where you're moving at. So doing a full handstand or a wall climb is, is a great way for you guys to build up the confidence, the strength, and just the movement pattern. Yeah, the core control especially, mm-hmm. right? If you if you own that hollow, it, it makes it much safer to do anything upside down. Uh, so make sure that you're thinking about this the right way as you go through those wall climbs. Do a couple reps, take a little break, do it again, right? So again, we're trying to be consistent there rather than fly and get five in the first round and then end up doing one in the last round. Yeah. Then you got toes to bar, uh, scale those as always, and maybe some knee raises, Maybe knees to armpits. Maybe we're getting our knees all the way up and touching our triceps with them. Right? Use your kip and be smart about it. Quick, small sets. 20 seconds isn't very long, but it's long enough to get two, maybe even three little sets in if that's your jam. Then the last one, shuttle run. Well, oh, I'm almost, sorry, not the last one. Yeah, I, we got two poisons to pick. Yep. Um, we got a shuttle run, so we'll be putting out cones. You're moving off to the cone and then cutting. We want to try to make sure that we're cutting with both legs. So you're not spinning in a circle, but you're pushing off with your left leg on half of the push-offs, and you're pushing off with your right leg on the other half. Um, 20 seconds, again, not a very long window. So it's a nasty little burst of speed, and then a couple huffy-puffy seconds while you try to recover and get ready to do it again. Then the last one, pick your poison. You can either broad jump or do a bear crawl. Now, these are, these are just kind of grunt work movements, right? We haven't seen a broad jump. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I've programmed a broad jump in the training for quite a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been I think the last time we did it was a Saturday one, actually, so don't, a long time ago. Don't underestimate these. Mm-hmm. They are brutal. Um, if you're doing them well, you're going to be launching kind of from a squat and landing more or less in a squat. Uh, try to cushion that impact by, by letting the legs absorb the impact and and squatting through it to uh, prevent the knees from taking such a pounding. If you're choosing to bear crawl, do your thing. Crawl fast. 20 seconds isn't a long window, um, and you get some rest afterwards. We are running this Tabata system uh, as full Tabatas at each movement. So you're going to go eight rounds or four minutes of work, essentially, on just the Concept 2 machine before you move on. And then you're going to do another four minutes at the wall climbs and then move on. In moving on, we're going to give you a minute to rest and recover and reset between the Tabatas. So you don't have to rush off the calories on the rower to get to the wall climb. You get to take your time. You get to get off the rower, get a quick drink, go over to the wall, talk to your friend, and then get ready to go. All right, you get a minute to rest, recover, and transition between these Tabatas. All right, I'm excited about, uh, about well, I'm excited about all these workouts, really, because I love fitness, but... These two, these two look good to me. What do yeah, you think, Joe Michael? Absolutely. It's been a good week, especially coming off of the 4th of July workout. Mm-hmm. Um, people could be a little bit beat up, and these are great workouts to get people moving, get quite a bit of intensity, um, but not get a crazy amount of soreness. So Yeah, I think, I think Friday's workout has got a good chance of making you a little bit sore with those goblet squats. I think we're going to see some heavy legs 
after uh, after those reps. But on uh, on Saturday, we haven't done anything that's high intensity on the legs. Nope. Um, except for well, and high intensity. I'm, I don't think it's so much that, but the shuttle run and and the uh, the calories on a machine. Those are a good way to loosen up the legs and get a lot of blood flow and start to restore the properties of those muscles. Yep. All right, right. that has been uh, part B of the weekly walkthrough, so catch back in on Sunday. Yep, Sunday morning we'll post part A of next week's weekly walkthrough. See you guys in the gyms.